What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, I'm actually coming to you from a friend's house. Uh, good friends, David and Joella Brown. And uh, I'm in Minnesota today. So uh, last night, my wife and I flew up here to Minnesota. Uh, left our son at home, and uh, it is my wife's 20th high school reunion tonight, so uh, we're excited for that, and we are excited to uh, see everybody uh, tonight. So um, I'm actually in David and Joella's house, and uh, they're letting me borrow the spare bedroom to, to bring you this here today, and uh, it's it's kind of a fun story. My uh, wife and I met through bowling, and uh, David was on my bowling team that uh, we bowled against my wife's team and, and his wife, Joella, was on my wife's team that my uh, wife's friend, Joella and uh, Kylene, my wife, they go back years and years and years. They've uh, been friends since I think elementary school, if I remember correctly. And I went to high school in St. Cloud, Minnesota, where we're going this evening. So uh, all four of us met and ended up uh, marrying our respective spouses uh, through a bowling league in Chandler, Arizona. So fun times there. But uh, anyway, so I don't want to take up too much of uh, time away from uh, some opportunity to have some fun with friends here. So I am going to uh, get right into this here. To, and uh, so I've got my, my phone down here I'm going to look at because... Um, I wanted to review today some things. Uh, this is a blog post I wrote back in October of 2014, and uh, you can find it over at AaronMontgomery.info. And um, on this blog post, I talked about three things every small business must do. And uh, interestingly enough, I, I think this is three things every business must do, but I think it's really important for small businesses to take some of these things and really commit to them. Um, small businesses... I think a lot of times they get themselves caught in a trap of, you know, I'm just a small business. So, I, you know, all normal business principles don't necessarily apply. I have to be nimble. I have to, you know, do everything, wear all the hats and so on and so forth. And, and yes, there are some differences when you are uh, dealing with less capital than some other companies might be, or you, you, you know, it's just you and it's uh, more of a part-time gig and, and all that stuff. But still the same business principles really apply. So um, that's what I want to talk about today. And, and I've kind of over my years of being involved in, in watching people grow and be successful and also unfortunately watching some folks not be successful, kind of a figure that, you know, these three things here that I'm going to share today are things that seem to be what separates the successful folks from the not so successful folks. Now, these aren't necessarily, you know, going to change your business specifically. And if, you know, you just do these three things, you're going to be successful, but these things seem to be kind of a common thread um, amongst them all. So um, let's dive right in. If you have questions, comments, uh, anything, go ahead and uh, click on the comment section there and, and, and share, and, and we'd love to have you tune in and, and check this all out. So um, first and foremost, though, I have to get my coffee in, had a couple of drinks last night. So um, <laughs> get some coffee going for us. 
All right. Well, there we go. A little Starbucks caramel macchiato to get me going here. All right, everybody. Well, so let's start out here. So like I said, these are three things that I think are really important that uh, businesses need to do to work on their business. You know, you've heard that cliche, work on your business, not in your business. And and as a small business, sometimes as a solopreneur, um, you have no choice but to work in your business because you are the business. But at the same time, you have to find times to work on your business. And I think these three things are very important to to understand. So first one, number one, is know your target market. Um, I think this is a really interesting thing, and I, and I think we, we all get into it, and we, we want to be everything for everybody, and, and that's okay. I'm not saying we need to turn away business or, or, or not let our business take us where it needs to go, but I think you have to start with a target. I think you have to start with something that you're really aiming for. What's your niche? What are you passionate about? Um, if you're already in business, you know, what, what are the customers that you love doing business with? You love doing their work. Um, you find yourself in just regular social settings talking about these things, you know? So for me, maybe, you know, my niche, if I was creating uh, products would be volleyball. It's something that I live, breathe outside of my, my work life. And, and in fact, my friend, David, who, uh, his house I'm at, um, that's how we met was through volleyball and, and we kind of still share that common core. So, you know, it's kind of interesting for us. We're around all these Minnesota folks that, uh, are talking about, you know, their high school or college or whatever. And he and I were not part of that. So you find he and I over in the corner, just talking about volleyball. So again, what's your passion? What are the things that you're talking about? What are you comfortable talking about? find and truly know that target because if it is a passion then it's easy to really know that but if it's not if maybe you don't know specifically all the little details about it then it's very important to go out and find out those details you know so for volleyball if you're making jerseys what are the numbers on the front and back have to be where do they have to be placed what sizes do they have to be if you know that for your customers then they're going to go, okay, yes, I trust this person. They know what they're doing, and uh, therefore, I'm going to give them my business. Um, you know, if, if bands are what you're really into, um, and, and you understand that, you know what, bands are going to want dark shirts more often than not, and, and they're going to want that, you know, cities toured or, or whatever the case may be. Just know the intricacies of your, your market and really get to know that target market, what that does for you. Um, and again, I'm not saying you don't want to go to other things. So if I'm just into volleyball, when the baseball team comes in, I'm going to say, nope, I'm only doing volleyball. No, that's not the way this works. We're talking about your target market from how you present yourself, how you're out there marketing, who you're reaching out to and stuff like that. You're focused in because then when you're focused in, you're paying less money. I mean, if you go and do a Facebook post very likely it will not be seen unless you're boosting it, especially if it's a sales post. So to boost that post, you have to spend some money. But if you're spending money to send to everybody, all of their 2 billion monthly active users, that's going to cost a lot of money. But if you're focused in on 500, 1,000 specific people that you know could possibly be interested in your services, then you're going to spend a lot less money and you're going to get a lot more success out of that because you're not bothering people that aren't interested in the things that you're doing. So that's number one, know your target market and, and know it very well and get very intimate with it and, and get out there and just talk about it. Maybe it's not out there selling all the time. You can't always have that selling hat on, but be part of that community. You know, go talk volleyball all the time, go 
do whatever, you know, if you're into pets, you know, go be part of the humane society or the rescue group or, or all of these things. And that will help you build these connections, these relationships that could potentially lead to business. Don't go into it thinking. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. I'm going to go help the Humane Society because it's going to bring me business and that's why I'm doing it. You go and you help the Humane Society to be part of the community and to do it because it's the right thing to do. And when you do that, that will potentially lead into business. If it doesn't, that's okay. You know, it's it's not a it's not a negative thing to to get involved in these communities and, and not necessarily get the business out of it, but you'll learn a lot and you'll be able to do the next thing just that much better. Okay. So that's number one. So let's go down to number two. Again, um, my blog post, if you just go to airmontgomery.info and you search for top three, um, top three things every small business must do, you'll find it. All right. And uh, okay, second thing, number two know your true costs. And, and I think this is a big one that uh, especially new businesses really do a poor job at. And um, and what happens if you don't know your true costs? And, and, and that's the question. So if I were to say, hey, what, what are, what's your cost to make that shirt? You're going to say two bucks for the shirt, 50 cents for the transfer, blah, blah, blah. So I've got, you know, I've, I've got $2.50 in cost in that shirt. Well, no, that's not actually your true cost of that shirt. You've got $2 for the shirt. You have the amount of money you paid to have that shirt shipped into you. You've got the cost of the transfer. Uh, what happens if you ruin a shirt? You know, you have to factor in some waste and some calculations there. Your time, you know, how much money you need to make. Um Maybe you went and bought a whole bunch of purple shirts and they're not selling, so they're sitting on your shelf. So you have inventory costs. You ha you've got your overhead. You know, you've got your cell phone. You've got your website. You've got all these things. So you've got all these other costs that you're not factoring in. So if I say, "Oh, this shirt cost me two fifty, and so I'm gonna go, "Oh, well, I'm doing a fifty percent markup or margin, so I'm gonna sell my shirt for five bucks." Well, perfect. You could probably sell sell a bunch of shirts, but that shirt probably is actually costing you more like six or seven dollars when you factor in all of your true costs. So you can sell as many five dollar shirts as you want and and quickly go out of business. I actually um, was involved in, in a situation like this, and so this is coming from a learning experience for me. Early on in my career, I worked with a company called U.S. Screen Printing Institute, and it was a great experience. We 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 were, I learned a ton and, but one of the big learning experiences for me was kind of looking back at it after the fact and, and understanding how they went out of business. The U.S. Screen grew from just a small family company, four family members and a couple of employees when I started with them into finding its way onto the Inc. Magazine top 5,000 list uh, for fastest growing in 2006. I think at one point we had close to 100 employees huge sales figures and everything seemed great. And yet only a couple of years later, uh, they were out of business and discovering why after the fact was, was really the, the hard part to swallow. Um, we were selling direct to garment machines and, uh, you know, every time we sold one 
at a, at a retail price, you know, we made a little bit of money, but we also had dealers and distributors and they had their margins built into it. And we were selling tons of those. You know, I was sending containers full of those over to Germany and other parts of the world and come to find out after the fact that, you know, we were selling those and every one we sold, we were losing money on, but we didn't know our true costs. We didn't take the time to, to get that deep into what that took you know we started off just selling a book where you really could get your hands around a true cost but now we were selling a big package and a piece of equipment bringing all these other parts and pieces into it to make it a directed garment printer and there we go so i mean we're we're on top of the world and a couple of years later out of money you know not because we weren't selling we were selling as much if not more every year as as that went along but the money just kind of went away because our expenses were higher than our uh, what we were bringing in, and we didn't know it because we didn't know our true costs. So very important to really get a good handle on your true costs. I'm happy to help with that. You know, we can look at, I've got some different spreadsheets that I've learned and used, and um, Jimmy Lamb's got a really good spreadsheet over at Sawgrass that can help with that stuff. Um, I can probably get my hands on that for you, whatever. So just reach out to me, let me know. I can really help you with that. Um, I actually have a blog post about knowing your true cost of sublimation. Uh, the two regular guys podcast did a couple of, uh, episodes about defining your true cost for screen printing. Uh, we had Matt Vasallo from the Rhinestone World on to talk about uh, rhinestones and vinyls. Uh, Terry Combs talked about directed garment and screen printing. I, I did sublimation. Uh, Eric Campbell, um, in fact, we did two for embroidery. We had Eric Campbell um, help us with one. It was really good. And Andrea Vomarito also. So we, we wanted to really tackle that because embroidery is an area that we didn't really know as well. So um, that's number two. All right. Number three. And this is a big one. This is a, this is an interesting part because now, now we're really talking about getting, you know, working on our business, not in our business. And, and this is a, a tough one because especially small businesses, you're, you're on your own or you just have a couple of employees and stuff like that. And you've got all the day-to-day -day stuff that you got to work on. So number three is work at selling and marketing every day. Um, and and this is this seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's 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 what business is. We have to sell products and stuff like that. Well, what happens though is the sales channel, the, the sales process, and the in the marketing process, and all that that part, it it takes some time. So you've got to do the things here. So you're going to do some marketing, which and and marketing is going to get people to know who your business is. So you're going to get leads by doing marketing. Then once you have those leads, the selling process starts. Now you have to educate them about your company, quoting, sampling, sales process. And, and, and that takes some time. And so then, okay, now, I, great, I've made the sale. Perfect. Well, now I've got to make that product. I've got to get that product out the door for them. I have to you know, get proof signed off. I've got to make sure that I've got the shirts ordered or, or, or whatever the product is that I'm making. So now I'm doing that job that I just won, that sales piece that I just won. And that's great. And that's, that's perfect because at the end of that, or maybe before that, hopefully before that, because nowadays getting prepayment should be the norm in, in our industry. Um, if they need to have something carried, a credit card would be just fine for them to carry it themselves for 30 days. Anyways, that's a different, whole different story. So, now I'm doing that. I've gotten paid, but I'm, I'm working on that. Well, while I'm working on this job and getting that particular piece of business out, I'm not 
putting more leads into the sales cycle. I'm not taking more sales leads and putting them into the completed cycle or into the buying process. So what ends up happening is I have this ebb and flow. So a bunch of marketing, a bunch of selling, and those turn into sales, but now I'm working on those sales. So now I don't have any new business coming in or new leads coming in or working on anything new. Oh crap, now I have to go back to selling and marketing. Now I'm doing that, but while I'm doing the selling marketing, I'm not making any money because I didn't keep that pipeline stuffed full of new business, more business for my existing customers, those kinds of things. So selling and marketing has to be something that you do on a daily basis. Even while you're involved in getting that job out, you need to carve out some time to always be working on the selling and marketing process and always keeping that pipeline full. So. Those are the three things that I've seen successful companies uh, focus on, do well at, and if they do those things well, they tend to grow. Now, not again, not saying this is the end-all be-all, but I'm saying that this is something that uh, you need to be doing. So again, head on over to my website at uh, aaronmontgomery.info, and it's scrolling across the bottom there. Check out the blog post, sign up for my email, uh, and... Uh, that's it. I'm going to get back to fun and friends uh, here in Minnesota. I'm in uh, Maple Grove, I think, right now and heading to St. Cloud, Minnesota tonight. So everybody have a great day. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.